FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's hit music station F104 Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by freelance stylist, art director and artist Evan Oladuru. Hello, how are you? I'm really good. Thanks so much for having me, Louise. Thank you so much for joining me. So tell me, you're involved as art director with Nothing Compares. Yes. Tell me a little bit about this. Um, So it's a a feature documentary about the life of uh, Sinead O'Connor, more the the earlier years um, of her life. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was the art director on that. um, And just it's basically for the the recreated scenes. Um, It's a a small section of the film, but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's kind of like the arty reconstructions yeah for anyone who doesn't know what is the job of an art director oh uh, that's a great question because a lot of people don't know i think um, we all just nod and, and uh, hope we know <laughs> that's what most people do a lot of people in my family are like, oh, that's great. <laughs> um yeah so um the art director would be the person who um, well, if there's scripts, it depends what kind of show you're doing, but if there's scripts, you'd have to like um, read the scripts several times and know all the props that are necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd be in charge of the sets as well. Um, yeah, so set decorating, um, set design, if there's no production designer. It, it can be split up into a few different jobs, but sometimes you, you end up doing it all. <laughs> um it's yeah, in charge of props, set design, set dressing, um, yeah, and just the visual aspects of uh, TV or film. And how do you begin planning something like that? Like, does it take months to kind of get it organised before you even start? Um, I wish we had months <laughs> to organise it before we started, but. Um, no, you're usually given like a script or a brief. Um, I, w- I would like be starting before most other people on the job, okay. you know, because I'd have to go prop buying and um, there's a lot of research involved in my job. So especially if something, if it's not um, set in modern day times, you know, you're doing a lot of like fact checking, historical fact checking on so much detail. Um yeah, it's just that everything is relevant to the time that you're mm-hmm. that you're supposed to be in. Um, so yeah, there you'd find out like maybe three weeks before shooting, okay. and you'd get all your research done and all your your props and rentals ready and stuff like that. That's but then if you know if you're on something like really really big, you'd have months to It'd be give you more time yeah 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 but it must be quite an honor to have it screening at Sundance oh my I'm still in shock to be a part of something um that's on in Sundance that's that's just like a dream I'm I'm still just blown away that I had any part in it so it is going to be shown from LA and New York between the 1st and the 5th of February is that right um, no, that's actually a different, um, so that's a, a short piece that myself and my partner Dylan made that screening at um, Irish Screen America for a St. Bridget's Day film festival. 
That is right. And that's actually what's in front of me. But I got confused. <laughs> so tell us actually, tell us about where you're from. Okay. Um, yeah, where are you from is a, a spoken word um, piece that I in 2020. Mm-hmm. And we made the video. Well, we actually made the video first. And then I wrote the piece um, like that evening. But it was it was almost it was like a reaction video to what was going on in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. There was um like yeah, all the anti racism protests and just there was a lot of talk about racism and I, I did I felt a massive um and that piece was basically my reaction to that as someone who who kind of feels that a lot of times because I've experienced um, I'm mixed race so I've been in situations where I've I've kind of been discriminated for di- for different things in like random ways like when I went to university in England and for the first time I like there were a lot more black people around than mm-hmm. than when I was in Ireland but then the new thing was that being Irish was like was the joke then when I was in England and sometimes it just felt like oh come on <laughs> give me a break yeah. so so that video was uh, it was just my perspective of what it's like being black and Irish um, as well as there's a lot of I, I talk about a lot of things that happened in history and that was kind of like a fact check for me to show people because Ever since, for as long as I can remember, people have always been like, oh, where where are you from? Which, like, oh, I understand, like, I don't look like most Irish people, especially when I was growing up. But then when I would say where I was from, which is Dublin, and then they're not being satisfied with that. And then I'm like, okay, I'm from Blanchardstown, not being satisfied with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of wanted to show people, you know, this, I'm, I'm not, or not even just me, but this, the, this kind of new wave of mixed race Irish people and black Irish people and not not just black like Asian Irish mm-hmm. all types of Irish people like it's it's not new. Um, so the video kind of touches on different people in history. Like I think the ones that we all definitely know is Phil Linnett and Paul McGrath, mm-hmm. who are an older gener like that's an older generation. That's more like like my parents' generation. So it always kind of shocked me that people were so shocked to find out that I existed when everyone like supported Paul McGrath so much in the 80s and still in it. You know, they're like Irish treasures um, and they were totally accepted. And that's why I always felt it like hard to understand why I couldn't be accepted when we had mixed race or black Irish heroes, you know. Do you think it's improving? Definitely. I do think it's improving. And I think that there's there's so many like different Irish people now that represent, that are great representatives of these communities. And like people who are younger will have people to look up to that look like them. Mm-hmm. Whereas I felt like I am, when I was a kid, like I, don't get me wrong, I did have, I had Samantha Mumba, like I, I will <laughs> always say that there was, there was, 
but that's only one person that I could relate to that looked like me. Do you know, there was a and and in in one specific like in the entertainment industry, do you know, it's like you didn't have there's no like news readers or mm-hmm. just different different jobs that are out there. It doesn't even have to be on media, but just there was there wasn't more like representation a, really. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I really think that we do have that now that people are so conscious of it and like things like um so Screen Ireland who do a lot of the funding for film in Ireland at the moment they're adding all these diversity and inclusion sections in their in the funding applications whereas that was just never a thing before and um yeah I do I think it's I think it's a great thing and even when we um when we did the mural on the side of the house, so that's it at our place in Wexford in a tiny village, and like in rural Ireland, and we were we were a bit worried. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, we were a bit worried about like painting on the side of the house, more blacks, more dogs, more Irish. But honestly, the response was so positive, and even to this day, people stop and get pictures taken with the mural. Amazing. And, yeah, and everyone, even in the local shop, like people were like, "We saw your video," and like <laughs> it was really supportive, and it was just a breath of fresh air. Really was. So, like I said earlier, <laughs> that will be people can see it from the first to the fifth of February. It is being screened by Irish Screen. There will also be like a Q and A. It's for Bridget's Day, St. Bridget's Day. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah. Um, with very good. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but about nothing compares. When can people see that, or what's the situation with people getting to see that? Um, so that will be in Irish theatres soon. Mm-hmm. I don't know any dates, but okay. it will be in Irish theatres soon. Perfect. And then for 2022, have you any plans? Um, yes, not many things that I can speak on. I, I am working on a few shows at the moment, but uh, yeah, there's, it's just great because there's a lot of filming going on in Ireland and stuff that's going to be shown abroad, stuff that's going to be filmed in Ireland but for American audiences and things like that so that's great I'm working I'm working on that kind of stuff and then myself and my partner Dylan who we made the Where Are You From video together um, we are writing a script at the moment so Amazing. yeah that's something else so how can people keep up to date what you're up to um, yeah you can check out my Instagram um, it's Ebzy Black. it's E-B-S-E-Y-B-L-A-C-K. Um, also, a lot of the videos that I do would be on the Bally Boys page as well. Mm-hmm. That's the, and then B-A-L-L-Y-B-O-Y-Z. Um, yeah, and we just kind of put our stuff up there and then there's links to our websites and things like that on our Instagrams, but that, that's probably the handiest way to check up on us. To keep an eye and see what's going on. Evan, yeah. thank you so much for chatting to us. Well, thank you so much for having me, Louise. It was great chatting. You too. Talk to you soon. Uh, bye. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty.